Hey yo, hey yo, listen. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin. 90.7. Hip? Hip hop? Hip hop anonymous? Damn you! You get him easy one! You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, get it. <laughs> You're listening to the Sin Hip Hop Show with me, Vic, and Matt. <laughs> so we are actually joined now on the phone with Renan. Yes, yes we are. Hey, hey Vic, hey Matt, how you doing? We're good, great. Mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty relaxed. Not nothing to complain about, really. No. Um. How's your day been? Thanks for joining us so late tonight. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, day's been chill. I'm just editing my music video, eh? So, um, pretty relaxed for yeah, now. No, that's good stuff. So, speaking about your new track, you've described "Parachute" as a genre blend head fuck of a single. Can you tell <laughs> us a bit more about how it came to be and exactly like what genres you're pulling from within it? Right, yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, grunge influence and I'd say pop-punk elements. And just, you know, live instruments is, is, is been fun for me to explore. I don't know if you guys have played the song yet, but the structure is built around, like, this really heavy, distorted bass line and these weird guitar licks. It kind of gets rid of the lines between genre, I guess, while still maintaining some interesting hip-hop sounds. Oh, no, that's really good. Um, so... Yeah, with all this genre bending, I have to know, was it always hip-hop that you loved, or were you passionate about other genres at the start, or now? Like, where's, where, no, where hip-hop, like? hip-hop is, like, my main, 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 main thing. It's <laughs> just um, working with a producer who actually knows everything, uh, you know, that is to know about chord progression, and he, he knows every instrument, basically. And he's, like, a good mate. He's kind of expanded my palette a little bit, and he's actually put me on to a lot of new stuff that is, um, within my taste, that is, is Deli Prez is the producer's name. But um, I'm definitely like if I'm listening to stuff, most of the time it'll be some Kendrick Lamar. Every now and then I'll jump into some like '90s alt rock or something. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Because um, I'm a Kendrick fan as well. I just want to ask, what's your favorite Kendrick song? Okay, favorite Kendrick song. Oh, that's so tough. It has to be Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. Oh, like, yes. I love how you and, mentioned both songs from one of my favorite um, albums. So One of the best. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other artists that like really influenced you as well? Yeah, Kanye West has had a huge influence. Um, the ability to not really be too afraid of anything. And I, I guess maybe if you're going to go contemporary or like new, new, new school I'd say um, Tyler, the creator, is, is a big one too. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, talking about what you love now, what introduced you to the rap scene? Like, who were the artists that brought you into the music? So, from my, my family put me on to Lupe Fiasco, my sister. She, like, made me a mixed CD, and it had a bunch of stuff on it, like Lupe and some other genres too, but Lupe was the one that hooked me. And then uh, Eminem. You know, as like a little suburban white kid, you see Eminem, <laughs> however, you know, at your age, and you're like, hold on. And then, like, so I, then I'd jump into the, you know, YouTube comments, and everyone would say, oh, it's between Eminem and Jay Z. And then, so I went and I got all of Jay Z, became obsessed, and then, you know, uh, Kanye was of that era too. And it's yeah. just, just, yeah, that, that early 2000s, I guess, backpack rap, you know, like the lyrical stuff. That was really um, Kanye's come up, wasn't it, around that time? It was, yeah. yeah I yeah. remember Jesus Walks being on the TV, Goldinger with Classic. Digger, with, with Lupe. Yeah, too good. And just another question. So you were saying you're working on a music video today. Yes. 
Is there anything <laughs> else in the making that we should be looking forward to? Yeah, so I'm going to be down there on Friday um, in Melbourne, my third Melbourne trip. I'm going to be playing a gig at Grumpy's. Um, nice. And this is kind of timed around the release of the single that this music video is for. It came out like two weeks ago. It's called Parachute. It's the, it is the genre blend. And so we have the gig at Grumpy's. Um, we will be having another single and then an EP throughout the year. I'm just trying to select. I'm just trying to like, look at my options and trying to figure out the best way to move the, with the single release. But the music video is going to be ridiculous. It's, it's a parody of video, uh, like at the 80s videotaped dating services. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen this video on YouTube, but there's just like broken people sitting down in front of a like really colorful backdrop being like, I'm looking for someone who is willing to invest in my business or just something weird. So um, where I'm, I'm playing off that and it's, it's a good time. No. So you said you teamed up with Deli Prez as uh, your producer. Is that for the whole EP or just the single? We got five tracks and there might be more. I got some demos, but I think I should just focus on what's in front of me right now. Um, and yeah, there's, they're, they're all produced by Deli Prez. We kind of jump all around the spot, but it stays pretty consistent. Deli's worked with Envy the Girl and Coast and Ocean. And so it's fun to just bring in that talent to my process. I've never worked with someone in the same room until now, so it's fun. That sounds really exciting. And back to something else exciting. You said you have your gig at Grumpy's on Friday. Yes. Yeah, well, we actually have um, tickets to give away to some of our listeners. So we're wondering if you could give them a bit of, like, a insight and tell us a bit about the gig so we can hype them up. Of course. So it's called No Borders, right? It's a hip-hop showcase. And what we're doing is we're bringing independent talent from all across Sydney. We've got the Gold Coast. We've got Brisbane. We've got myself being Sydney. And then we have Clue and Velvet Sand from Melbourne. And it's just put on to basically highlight the underground talent that we have. I don't believe anyone of us is signed, but that's by choice because we can just move freely and do what we want to do and kind of build our own core fan base. So it's going to be really cool. You're going to see a lot of diverse sounds coming from the whole group. And of course, I'm, I, you know, this is my first interstate gig, so I'm going to come very much correct. We've got a, got a, got a set list that kind of spans every style of rap that you could want. There's like trap elements, there's the more sung, there's chill, there's... It's going to... I'm really putting a lot of effort into this set list, so I, I think it's going to be something to catch. Amazing. I think I'll definitely try and make it down there because, I mean, I love Grumpy's as a venue. It's a great local hip-hop sh- uh, place. Um, yeah, please do, bro. Yeah, you were saying you, you were 100% an independent artist, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Um, do you want to uh, fill us in on some of the benefits and barriers, maybe, that uh, you've, you've experienced being independent like that? Yeah, for sure. The, the benefits are you have nobody telling you what to do. <laughs> um, but there's barriers where I feel like people in the industry kind of withhold information from you unless you, you know, there's, there's, there's an economy to knowledge, right? And if you, if, it's hard to kind of get your foot in. And if you don't have the draw of somebody with clout and resources, then people are a little bit less likely, in my experience, um, to help you. So you just kind of have to deal with, like, rap politics, media politics. You have to, you have to be aware, okay, so I'm on time, so I can't really do X, Y, Z. I'm going to have to do this all myself. Um, so for me, I direct and edit all my videos, which is cool. I really like that. I like self-taught myself video production, and it keeps it keeps the wallet down. But basically, it's like if you're independent, you can do whatever you want. 
but it's just kind of harder to get your foot in. To summarise. Yeah, no, that's pretty. sounds pretty fair. Um, how long does it take you to make a video like that if you're doing it yourself? Well, the last one I did, which was pretty edit-intensive, that one I was able to crank out in two weeks because I kind of set myself a deadline. I had an EP dropping, and I was playing a show at the Oxford Arts Gallery here in Sydney, so I needed to get that done. This one, it's taken a lot longer because I want to put the song out, right, but then I didn't want to dump out every piece of content that I had being the song and the video. I'm trying to spread it out which means I can kind of take my time and refine it, which is what I've done. I've spent like two days sometimes on one scene, you know, just trying to get everything right. And again, I guess that's the benefit of being independent. There's no one knocking on my door. I know when the best time for me to drop is. So, um, yeah, it really depends how we're doing it. I guess because the last one I did was um, storyboarded to completion, you know, I, I, I drew each page and then every page I brought to, to the screen basically how it was this one is completely different we had i had an idea of tone because i directed things too and i just kind of sat these my mates in front of a green screen that i borrowed and we and like lights that i borrowed and we just like had fun with it and now i'm trying to assemble a, a, a not trying to assemble i'm assembling a flow with the video but because it isn't pre-planned, uh, there's a lot of trial and error, which is a really important part of the creative process to me. You need to do something, and you need to recognize that it's not going to work for you to bring it into something that's you know really fire because you've done it two, three times already. We just want to know, who would be your dream collab? Dream collab, wow. You can pick a couple because um, I know it's a rough and question. And we do dead or alive as well. We keep the options yeah. really broad for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I might do... I might do I'm going to do one, okay, so one I think is realistic within a few years is a Sydney producer by the name of Mickey Kojak. Uh, you may have heard of Monster Blue Jay. I really like what he's doing. And then one pie in the sky I'd say would be Kanye West. Oh, yeah, local boy international, like it, I like it. Yep, yep, yep. And then one dead my days. Wow. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. De- nothing wrong with that. Definitely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, before we finish up here, do you want to plug your socials and tell the the people where you can where they can find you, your Instagram, etc. Yeah, please. So all of my social media pages are Renan Nine Five. Annoyingly, Renan Nine Five with Nine Fives being the numbers was taken. So it's R E N N A N. N I N E F I V E. You gotta spell it, but it's not too not too bad. Red in nine five spelling everything. And then on Spotify it's not and Apple Music. You just search Renan all caps and there's a picture of me being broody in a sunset and you're like, Oh yeah, that's that dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome man. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you wanna see oh, more good. of him, remember that we are having a giveaway to the gig on Friday. So everyone, check out our Instagram pages. Thank you for joining us. And this is Sin 90.7 FM. Tune in to the Sin Hip Hop Show every Wednesday from 8 to 11 p.m. only on Sin.